Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Today, I simply want to give a word of encouragement based on the scriptures about what God has promised to do in the life of a believer. If you've been in a situation too long, if you feel like things are not changing, just be encouraged by this word. I will do a new thing. Please enjoy this episode. I will do a new thing. Have you ever made a statement like this when you looked at your situation or your current state and you said, this is just how life is. Things ain't going to never change. It is what it is. I am who I am. You know, I'm here now. I might as well stay. Statements like that, not believing in change, not believing things will ever get better, have you ever made those statements? I know I have. Quite honestly, I was in prayer the other morning and I was just saying to God, like, Lord, I, I need something different. You know, I want to feel something different. I want to see something different. Don't know why I said that, but that's why I felt that morning. Um, not whining, not begging, not crying, but just saying that because it's what I felt. And while I was saying that, the Lord put the song in my heart, um, I will do a new thing in you. And I looked the song up and listened to it for about an hour. And I sent it out to a few people to encourage them as well as I encouraged myself. And later on that day, it led me to the scripture in Isaiah 43 and 19 when God said, I will do a new thing in you. And it made me say to look at the scripture and say that I want to encourage you as well in this word about what God has promised to do in his word. Listen, we serve a faithful God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a loving God, and I believe our God is so faithful that he is always going to change some things. He's always working on our behalf, and that nothing is ever lost, and that nothing lasts forever, and that he's not unrighteous to forget our labor of love. He's not unrighteous to see us suffer or see us dealing with something and not able and not willing to change our hearts and change our minds and even bring us out of these situations. So today I want to encourage you from the Old Testament text. That is Isaiah 43. I'll give you a little background. You know, the people are in captivity. In Isaiah 43, God is talking about the Redeemer he's going to be for his people and how he's going to bring them out. And in four, and so we get to verse 19, and that's what he promises to do the new thing. You may say, well, Squires, is this out of context? I'm telling you, no, it's not a co- out of context because I know that God is faithful. I know that the promises word are yet amen. And I know that if he did it before, he can do it again. That through the blood of Jesus Christ and the power of God and the grace and mercy of God, we don't have to stay the same. Things don't have to be where they are. We can believe for miracles and signs and wonders and changes in our life. And so we can believe that God will do a new thing no matter what we see and no matter what we hear. Because that's how we walk by faith and not by sight. Believing in what not what's not seen because we're believing in the true and living God. So let's take a look at Isaiah chapter 43. And we'll start at verse 14 and we'll probably end at verse 21. Let's go. Thus said the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I have sent to Babylon and have brought down all their nobles 
and Chaldeans who cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus said the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea, and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together, they shall not rise, they are extinct, they are quenched as told. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. I will do a new thing. Look, in this text, these people are some are in, on, on captivity, and they're looking for a way out. They're waiting for some things to change. They've been crying out to the Lord. They've been looking for some deliverance. They've been looking for their oppression to be relieved. And in chapter 42, God began to talk about the judgment that was going to come upon the people that were held, holding them captive. And so in chapter 43, he's now leading them to what the redemption will look like. And so he's promising to do something that's much different than they knew before. See, because they, this place where they were at, their, their captains in the uh, the Chaldeans tribe was right at the point where the Tigris and the Euphrates emptied in. So water was all around them. And so now they're looking for a way out and thinking about a way out maybe through the water. Because the last exodus that they had been on, you know, when the time of Moses was through the Red Sea. So they expected maybe God to bring us out through the Red Sea. But God says, remember the former things no more. Don't consider the things of old because behold, I will do a new thing. And now he's promising to change nature. He's promising to take them through the wilderness and put rivers in, and put rivers in the desert and, and water in the wilderness. He says that the animals in the wilderness are going to honor him because he's giving water to them. So God is about to change nature for them. He's going to change the total situation more than they ever thought could happen beyond their imagination. And I'm asking you to grab hold of this word today, looking at your situation, forgetting about the former ways God has done things. Forgetting about the patterns that seem to be in your life. That this happens for six months and this happens and then something changes. Or this happened for a year and this something changes. I want you to forget the former patterns. I want you to forget the way that you think God's going to do it. And begin to look for God to do something a new way in your life. I want you to look at a situation that seems dead. And I want you to believe that God can do a new thing and give it life. I want you to look at those bones and say, can these bones live again? You know, Lord, they can live again and listen for the shaking of the bones. I want you to believe, God, for, for those that may be sick, that you'll start seeing health come in their body. I want you to believe that there's a, if there's a financial situation you got through, that God is going to begin to blow the winds of finances in your life. You got to believe, and I got to believe, that God can do a new thing. The marriage has been this way so long. The children have been this way so long. The job has been this way so long. You have been this way so long. Believe God for a new thing. 
And we're not always talking about houses and cars and money, but we're talking about the thing that you need. And it may be have to deal with houses and cars and finances, but it also may be a new thing in your heart, a new thing in your mind, because you have seen this thing so way that you have no hope. And the scriptures lets us know that hope deferred make a heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And you have become sick because you're tired of waiting. You're tired of wondering. You're tired of hoping for change. You have been in this place so long that you don't even want to be vulnerable to God anymore. You don't want to open your heart to have expectations for God to move, for God to deliver, for God to set free. And you begin to cut people off. You begin to cut things off. You begin to cut all your hope off in the world and become pessimistic. But I want to ask you to do what the sounds of blackness told to do many years ago. I want you to be optimistic. I want you to keep your head to the sky and believe that God can do a new thing for you. You know, at, at my church, Pastor Barry loves to sing this, this, this song with this verse, and he says, it will not always be like this. God will perfect that concern of thee. And so he always sings that. He says, sooner or later, it'll turn in your favor. And so you got to begin to believe hope that the new thing is coming. It won't always be like this. These situations can't change. I don't care if it's been 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It doesn't matter because God can always do a new thing. See, the problem could be you're looking, you and I are looking for him to do it the same way he did it for someone else. Or you and I are looking for him to do it the same way he did it last time. But he's promising to do a new thing. But it's going to take you igniting your faith. It's going to take you believing it's going to take you hoping. It's going to take you repenting. It's going to take you turning some time and opening up your heart to see God in a different way. To understand that I've, I ain't seen nothing yet. I've seen God do some things, but he's able to do it seed and abundantly. And he can turn anything around. And you got to believe it. You know, you may be thinking the new thing is not happening because of some choice you made, some sin you did in your life, some mistake you made many years ago, some failure, something you did wrong. But he says in Isaiah 43 and 25, he says this. He says, I, even I am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my name's sake and will not remember thy sins. So even if you think it's something there, that you've done that just keeps you in this situation that you feel like you curse, feel like this is just my plight. This is what I got to go through. I want you to believe for a new thing. If you've repented, if you turn from right from wickedness and you're walking in righteousness, you can believe God is a gracious God, a mighty God. If you've been serving the Lord and, and you've made the declaration, I'm going to serve the Lord till I die, and you're looking like you, you feel like you're dying, you feel like nothing is changing, he can do a new thing. You know, Apostle Paul told us that in the scripture that God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Y'all, we got to believe for the new thing. I don't know what it is. I wish I could tell you when it would happen. I wish I could tell you the date and the time. But I'm telling you, you got to grab hope from the scriptures. You know, sometimes we can look at these scriptures and we get so deep and we get so strong in the word that we don't, we take away faith. And we'll believe it's only it's not for us or it was only for that dispensation. It was only for that those people. It was we were taken out of context. But I want you to ignite your faith and believe God that all things are possible. He said, behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He told 
And Elijah, he said, this is just a light thing in the sight of God. He, Jesus said, all things are possible if you believe. But you got to step out on faith. And we know faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so by walking by faith, you're walking on what God's pattern is, what God's, you know, God's, his reputation. And so when we look at God's reputation, we see that he's great, he's mighty, he's awesome, he's a healer, he's a deliverer, he's a way maker, he's a promise keeper, he can do all, he's the God of all flesh, he's alpha and omega, he's great and mighty. So when I look at his track record, when I see what he's done before, I'm not putting my faith in anything. In nothing, I'm putting my faith in the true and living God. And if I put my faith in the true and living God, I can believe him for a new thing. Look, I'm telling you to open your hearts and, and, and open your minds, not to, for something new to consume upon your own lust, but, to, but a new thing that'll take you to higher heights and deeper depths in Jesus Christ. A new thing that'll make you believe and allow you to hope and allow you to have joy evermore in who your God is. I want to encourage you today to believe for the new thing. Believe God is going to a new thing, doing a new thing in your life. Whatever you ask for, whatever you hope for, whatever you've been praying for, trust God for it. That he's a faithful, loving father that will see your need and knows how to give good gifts and to give you what he needs to give you according to his will for your life. Look, I want to just thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray today that something I said today would encourage your heart to believe God and initiate and ignite your faith again, knowing that God can do the impossible and he can turn this situation around because he has promised that I will do a new thing. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255 immediately.